Welcome to the UK Scriptwriters Podcast. With Welcome. M- with me, Danny Stack. And I'm Tim Clegg. Yes, and coming up on today's show, we have some screenwriting news. Yeah, then we're going to have a dialogue about great dialogue. Yeah, so stick around, should be good. Uh, and then maybe we'll end on a little chat about what we've been enjoying. But we'll see if the time lets us. Yes. So... Uh, welcome to everyone. Um, I think there's a lot of long-time listeners now, certainly from the uh, email post bag says people are loving it and enjoying it. If not, thank you. Welcome. Welcome if it's your first time. Myself and Danny are both UK-based uh, screenwriters and this uh, podcast is all about our adventures and also the wider industry. Yeah, but our conversations are global. Uh, they apply to pretty much screenwriters everywhere, I would say. The same issues crop up. Now, we always forget to introduce ourselves and what we've been doing, so we, we'll do that again in a kind of haphazard way that we do. Yes. We're both, as Danny has kind of almost trademarked this term now, we're modestly successful screenwriters. We're not total beginners. Um, we've had some uh, successes, some things broadcast, some festival uh, successes, awards, those kinds of things... Uh, but also, we're not big shots. No. We're not names that can, um, you know, the doors just open for us. We're Absolutely. sort of somewhere in between. Tim oh, who? Exactly. <laughs> and um, uh, we find that our audience are in a similar position. So we're kind of, this is a little bit of therapy we can all join yeah, in together. It's all about sharing what we've learned and what we know and uh, getting feedback from yourselves as well about what's changing and what's happening. So it's all good. Now, let's kick off with the Screenwriting News. Screenwriting News! Which is the London Screenwriters Festival is back, and it's back at the end of the month, the end of October, the 28th, 29th, 30th, I believe are the dates. It's in, uh, as before, if you've been, it's the same place, which is Regent's College. Very nice location. Good location in the heart of... um, in the heart of London, so easy for most people to get to, lots of places to stay around, hunt around for some um, good prices if you can for for hotels. Myself and Danny are going to be there yet again. Yes. So um, definitely say hi if you see us there. Uh, if you've, a lot of people have got their tickets already, I know. If you haven't, um, we do recommend that that, uh, that, that, that you go. Um, we've not got a stake in this. This isn't something that we're organising or anything like that. So we're kind of it's a we're, we're recommending that you do go uh, completely as, as an honest recommendation. There's nothing in it. For it's us. a really good screenwriting kind of get together conference. It, All the leading industry players are there. It's ben really Stevenson the place, isn't it? Now it is. I mean, yeah. there's it's it's kind of there's really only one thing that's the main thing to go to, and it and if if you're serious about your writing. Um, you know, whether at whatever level, yeah, at whatever level. So there's really some quite experienced people we know go as delegates every every year. You know, uh, so even the person sitting next to you, and can be someone that you can learn a lot from, or you can share some stories, or, or ask about the industry, whatever. It's really good. Um, Danny's got a a code that will get you a little bit off the ticket price. As yeah, well, tickets. He's, he's t- tickets are three hundred quid for the whole weekend, which is obviously a lot of wonga for your wallet there. Uh, but we've got a thirty pound discount for you. So if you're thinking of going and you fancy thirty pounds off the ticket price, use the discount code Scriptwriting UK, which is all capitals Scriptwriting UK. If you plug that code in at the checkout hmm. or at the buy tickets area you'll get 30 pounds off and uh i do have a stake on that 
Yes. So uh, because if you use that code, I will get thirty pounds uh, for each ticket sold. So for the last festival, uh, we had a similar discount mm. code, and from the proceeds, I made Liquid Lunch, my comedy web series. Fantastic. So there you go. It's it's it's, it's an investment. It's screenwriting <laughs> karma. You give, I give. It's all it's all it's all good. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, well, I like how that's, this is shaping up. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, we're not too sure what we're going to be doing there. I think I know. I, I saw on the agenda. Uh, check, check out the website because there's all sorts of um, um, insights into what will be covered and some great speakers. Duncan Kenworthy's there. Ben Stevenson from um, BBC Drama. I've got Duncan Kenworthy story to tell you in a minute in the name drop way. Yeah. Um, Anyway, there's all sorts of things. I think I'll be doing something about games again, maybe. Mm. I see there's a games one. I'm not sure if I'm involved in that or not. Um, but we did have a question from Robert Lee. Um, uh, came into the email inbox uh, about games and getting into it. So hopefully we'll be covering that exact thing there. Uh, if not, if not... And we'll we chat in the bar. It, then we <laughs> shall either do that or we'll cover that question, Robert, in the in the future, perhaps after, because I might pick up some new information that might help you with your question about what's the differences and how do you get into that industry. So rather than give you some old info, if you like, hmm. I'll come with the very latest information in a future in a future time. Now, myself and Danny have been getting a lot of emails of it recently. And we've, as we said last time, these tend to be about longer term issues, not so much about script detail, not about your projects, but about your, your your career and getting into the industry. We've been thinking about ways that we could maybe support people with this question a little bit better. Mm. We're, we're just floating this idea out. So don't, don't see this as a, a definite or anything like that. It's just floating this idea around about whether people would be interested in a kind of a mentoring service of some sort. What I mean by that is not looking at your script as a project isolated obviously you can already go to Danny and many other people for like kind of feedback on scripts this is more about joining sort of three scripts up together that's your work where should you go with that what should you do next your strategy who could you go to who who would be good collaborators to help you with that what how should you uh, maybe sort of introduce that what materials are you going to need should you go to can all those sort of types of questions to help you move it forward we're thinking well look there must be a vacuum for this if a lot of people are asking us so if you think that would be of interest to you we've got no idea how that would work yet we just want to know if people will be interested then get in touch with us and we'll uh, we'll try and move forward with that in the best way, yeah. dependent on the replies that we get. So give us a shout about that. Our email for all things is, is ukscriptwriters at hotmail dot com. There we go. Yeah, half and half. We got it. Um, uh, and let us know. Obviously, any other questions, keep them coming for the podcast. Now today's issue, bit Discussion. of a craft one. Discussion. Do it better. Do it better, Danny. Discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Is I was more about... combative as if I was like fighting you into a discussion. Yeah, good, good. It's an adversarial discussion all about dialogue. Yes. Now, dialogue used to be when I was starting out, Danny, it was almost the thing. It was, it was the thing. Yeah. I'm talking about, of course, the time of pulp fiction. Yeah. 
And and everyone was always all about the dialogue. And it was almost like nothing else mattered except yeah. the witty dialogue. I mean, do you remember those days? Because we don't seem to be in those days anymore. Well, I think we are a little bit in terms of, well, at least critics maintain it. You know, when they say, oh, the, the script was really yeah. poor, they mean the dialogue. I don't think they mean the script generally. By right, 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 right. Um, okay. But it definitely dialogue is so prominent in terms of when we enjoy film mm. or TV entertainment, that's the one thing we can easily hook onto and say the dialogue's a bit rubbish or the dialogue was great. Mm. So if it is quirky and funny or pop culture filled, like say Quentin Tarantino, which then everybody tried to copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what I mean, but you see, still see what I'm saying, which it used to be the, the, the kind of um, uh, almost the, the number one thing. So yeah. you go, well, his dialogue's good. So if we just get the story, if we just fix the story a little bit underneath, we've got a winner. Yeah. Now, you wouldn't really say that anymore. You'd almost get someone in to add a couple of lines. Mm. You'd get the story right. But it used to be almost the other way the other way around. Mm. You, you just, you, maybe maybe it's changed because that was seen to be a silly statement yeah. that, 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 that your dialogue shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't be so uh, prioritised in development or, or whatever. Well, it's, it's the only tangible element of a screenplay, isn't it, that you can actually just point at and go there for sure. It's, yeah. it's clear as day. It's like in my yeah, yeah, front yeah. and centre. Yeah. The dialogue is this and the dialogue is that. Yeah. Everything else, structure, subtext, characterization, that's all in your description, yeah. which is a little bit more kind of difficult to pin down and go, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. Cause you could have one word sentence. Yeah. Just, just saying love, which could actually mean quite a bit in terms of the scene or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a bit more, you know, you have to think about it a bit more in terms of what it is. True. But if the dialogue is there, it's, yeah. like, it's why you can just point at it and go, that's why it's important. And yeah. your dialogue does have to be good. I remember a professional writer saying to me a few years ago, if you're, if you're, if you're a good dialogue writer, if you've got good dialogue, you, sh- you should be okay. You should be... Mm. You should be able to get in or, or, or... I think that's probably true. Attract attention. I think that is probably true. And yet... But what is good dialogue, Tim? Well, that's true. But yet, so little concentrated on, Danny. Mm. What I mean by that is you don't see... You read a lot... If you've got your script writing book, whatever, mm. you know, any script writing text that you might think about, always, for the last decade, it's been always about kind of structuring characters. There's not a kind. There's not a kind of this is good dialogue. This is bad. His tips on dialogue. Put this word here. Do that. Always do this. You just don't see that kind of. Or in my experience, it's probably everyone listening to this is going. Well, I've read that and I've read this. But it seems to me it's like kind of the focus has been on the structure and so on. It's it, you don't read a big thick book that goes writing awesome dialogue. No, I mean they do. They do try. Hmm. And but it's just like anything. Once you deconstruct something that's actually interesting, yeah, take the, de- the, fun out the of deconstruction it. is absolutely just dull as dishwater. And it's that's just, true. Yeah, but yeah, true. what we're talking about obviously is so entertaining and insightful that, that you, of course, dialogue is amazing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, don't don't anyone transcribe this piece of dialogue. Yes. Please. No. Now, I, the reason it's on my mind, I was at the speech writers, uh, speech writers, not script writers, uh, conference, which is local here. Yeah, where, near me. And um, that's a great event anyway, because it's all about communication and moving people and so on. So although I'm on the fringes of it, I like to go because there's some good tips in there. And uh, Martin Shovel, that I've known for a few years, uh, who runs a kind of communication business, uh, he came in with a, a new talk that he was doing. 
and he pointed to two things that make speeches work. And I was all in my mind, I was translating this into dialogue or monologue or voiceover in my head as I was listening to it. I was thinking this works perfectly. And it was actually about the power of painting pictures with your dialogue still. So even though we're using the visual medium, I think our dialogue can still paint vivid pictures uh, so that people don't talk in the abstract. They don't talk about uh, generally about their feelings or about ideas that are hard to, to get hold of. Yeah. Even in the dialogue, if they talk about things that the audience can see and feel, mm. the time when they were a child and they scraped their leg and the blood oozing out of the cart and so on, rather than pain is bad. Do, do you know what I mean? Talk about the detail of it. Yeah. Uh, it, it cuts right through and people can remember it. Mm. And I've not heard that before. It's common sense, of course. I think about my own work and I realise that quite often what I'm doing is I'm putting the intangible stuff, the high level stuff into the dialogue because anything easier I can show. Mm. So my dialogue ends up a little bit abstract, a little bit distant from the real world because anything real and harsh and immediate I'm putting into action. And so my words can tend to be a bit flowery and round the edges. Does that make sense? And I was like, yeah. Don't do that, Tim. You know, sharpen up your dialogue. Make sure it's still connecting to people and painting pictures in their mind, even if they're talking. So you're getting a double whammy of seeing things, but in the dialogue, almost painting more pictures in your mind. Does that sort of make sense to you as an idea? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good one. And the other the other one, the other part that Martin had come up with, and this was based, he was looking at a lot of research that had come out of uh, various universities done. He'd sort of joined it together. And the second part was about uh, using simpler words. Yeah. So the simpler, older words that you learn when you're growing up connect to a baser part of you. Mm -hmm. So they give more urgency. And I've dubbed these those kind of hero words. The hero should use those simpler words. It connects back to earlier times, just like kind of fight, you know, run, dog or whatever. Those kind of words that you first learn they connect to a deeper part of your brain. Mm. The more complex words uh, take hard, a harder a process, yeah. and they they seem more complex. If you're going for that, I'm using the I'm using a very blatant and unsophisticated tool here, of course. But I'm just if you've got that Indiana Jones type hero, yeah, then the, he'd be using those kind of simpler earlier words. Anyway, two ideas I've not heard them before. Well, so I, th I thought I'd just share them. I That's think it. I know what you mean. I think because it's like using evocative simple words um that kind of connect emotionally or even thematically yeah. that you can simply understand filtering that through down into a dialogue for use of dialogue i think it's about uh dialogue as written as opposed to dialogue as spoken you know the rhythm yeah and pattern of people's speech you know my speech pattern is different to yours yeah and the words that I choose or how I, yeah. my pauses, all those kind of things. Um, so it's translating that because you could write on a very basic level. You could write, write, come on, let's, it's time to go to the pub, mm. right? Which is yeah, yeah, fine yeah. pit of dialogue that you might want to write down. But then when it, when it comes down to it, it's like, is, is it what really people say? Yeah. You know? Or is it what this character would say? Yeah. You know, maybe he's a bit patient and he's a bit urgent all the time. So the dialogue would become pub. You yeah, know, because exactly. he, he'd be exactly. just looking at you and going, checking his watch and going, yeah, 
or gesturing, let's go for a pint. He wouldn't yeah. even say pub. Yeah. Because that's all you, you need. I'll tell you a thing I'll, uh, I picked up, right? So this is one thing that I do do now, but I've only done it for the last year or so. When I was working on the computer game, right, text is, is costs there. It costs two things. First of all, storage space, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't want words that you don't need, right? Because it's like increases the download. Oh, each word doesn't add much. Like... Four letters is four bytes. I mean, mm. it doesn't add that much, but of course, across the whole thing, it does. Uh, and the and the second thing is like if you're in the action, people don't want to be reading text, so it's like make it shorter. Mm. But actually, I've found that most things, virtually everything, can be made shorter. And normally, normally, obviously, we can all think of examples the opposite, but normally, shorter is better. Yeah. And it's actually going through. What a great! I love doing it. In fact, it's turned into one of my favourite tasks. Is going through one of my own scripts and actually just trying to shorten it, like just by shortening each individual bit. Yeah, it's amazing. You can lose twenty percent, ten percent normally, just because you're putting in words that you don't, you just don't need in there. Mm. And not only do you not need them, so it's shorter. It, you're adding clauses to understanding yeah so uh you know you're saying you're saying come on let's go down to the pub like which might be fine for the character and all this kind of thing but you need all that kind of do you need to come on do you need to go down yeah, yeah, to the yeah. pub you know and it's just actually all of those things all of those individual bits if you, you have to be processed by the brain so you, you 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 you're making people work really hard to try and understand what you're saying yeah by shortening it, you're taking out sort of clauses in understanding and making it more direct. Yeah. And I love doing that. You know, it really, it really kind of works. It works well. Now, that's I've just written a kind of a blog post about that. Right. One of your best blog posts was from a few years ago about the kind of the four things that dialogue has yeah, to do. Yeah, back on my blog, Tim, <coughs> a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote about... Sorry, sorry, did Jimmy Stewart come in? <laughs> Maybe I should start doing that. Yeah. No, I, I said... more than 20 years ago. Exactly, yeah. No, well, it was actually November 2005, Blog Pickers, if you want to go back to it. it I wrote about the four main functions of dialogue, uh, which I thought were um, characterization, subtext, humour, and exposition. Mm. That's what I thought um, kind of four main functions it was of doing one of those things was, or, or, or doing all of them or, or all of them or a combination yeah. um i'll tell you what bad dialogue is i think is when you use the full pronouns and and words of things that say on the nose or plain things <clears throat> excuse me like. like like uh i am going to the shop like you know right. the, the I am kind of thing. Yeah. You just say I'm going to the job. Oh, or, I see, yeah. or so you just, end up sound like data from Star Trek. You mean exactly? Or yeah. you just you just take away that and just say going to the shop. You know, yeah. you take away their pronoun or whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you just make it more natural sounding the way yeah. people speak. You yeah. s you do read a lot of scripts that do have it really? all written in. Oh, yeah, well, I still yeah. do anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you get that instinct from people when they write good dialogue. It's just it's just popping off the page a bit more. Yeah, I'll tell you what's more difficult to um, ascertain in terms of um, good dialogue, and that's when when good subtext is being used. Because when good subtext is being used, you don't sit back and go, oh, that's really good subtext. Mm. Um, you just let it flow over you. And then you actually might miss that there's a deeper meaning to it. Yeah. Or that the dialogue's actually quite good. Yeah. But, you know, 
Yeah, I see. Yes. And, but you might be it's thinking, you know, yeah, the dialogue's a bit too plain, and you're like, well, that's actually rich with subtext. I would say, you see, back, back, go back to that time, go back to those that Reservoir Dogs sort of time in the Pulp Fiction time, right? But there was a fifth reason, right? And and almost the fifth reason to add to your four is almost showing off. Mm. Oh yeah, you know. So this would this, this was di- This is dialogue. Almost like the pointless dialogue. In a way, it's I'll totally just, pointless. It's just it's enjoying just the riff it's of it. It's a play of words. You know, it's just but it's just um, it's silly. I know it's it's a kind of the humor part, but it's it's a bit more than that. Mm. It's that kind of this is just kind of a great speech that I think sort of fun. And mm. I'm putting it in for no other reason than you'll enjoy it. Now, that's fine because I'll tell you what it's the equivalent of. It's the dialogue equivalent of a of a car chase. Mm. You don't need a car chase. You could just end, couldn't you? You could yeah. go, I'm going to chase the villain. Cut. I've caught him. Mm. You don't need to see that car chase. I mean, that's that's gone, isn't it? But no, you know, you put it in because it's exciting. And some dialogue is just kind of exciting. It's poetry, it's rhythm, it's, 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 it is characterization, but yeah. it's kind of, that's not the main purpose. Of it. Well, the purpose ju- is to say, hey, look at this, this is kind of witty. It's non-naturalistic, no one speaks like that, no one's eloquent enough to speak like that. It's almost a speech in its own right. Well, the couple of things spring to mind from Tarantino-wise. The Reservoir Dogs opening scene thing where they're talking about tipping yeah. waitresses and stuff. Yeah. So even though that's a long kind of diatribe about tipping, which is very funny, it is it is highlighting characterization is. about those guys. It is. And then Vincent Jules in Pulp Fiction talking about the foot massage, yeah. which is actually um, going to pay off later. Yeah. It's yeah, a big yeah, story yeah. point, but it's just a funny yeah. characterization-led dialogue. Yeah. And then, what am I watching at the moment? I'm watching Deadwood. And a lot of that dialogue is quite theatrical. Tis, or, tis, or, tis. or very stylized. Yeah. And that makes it interesting. Um, another thing as well, it's where, like, where you might get inspiration from dialogue. Um, I'm rereading Russell T. Davies' A Writer's Tale about right. when he was showrunner on Doctor Who. Right. Where he very honestly describes what the whole process was like and his right, right. doubts and fears and his confidence and thrills and... There's one chapter that began recently, and this is why it springs in my mind, where he overheard a bit of dialogue between a man and a woman, I think. And mm. it was like, uh, some, the guy said, what's the time check? And she said, you know, half past 11 or whatever. But it was, it, Russell just thought, that's a bit odd. What's the time check? Who's, who says that kind of thing? Mm. But it kind of sprung into his head a, a further dialogue about how that, kind of beginning of that conversation would spiral into an argument between them right, in terms right. of like the woman would say hold on a second did you just say time check yeah it's like who says time checks it's like, well, yeah. well can't i just say whatever i want to say you understood what i meant yeah but so it wasn't like it wasn't that he was really bothered about using the phrase yes. time check it was just a hinge of which yes to launch into something yeah, yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah, niggly yeah. whatever yeah and that's good um it's like using different ways to say things when we've, you know, we've all heard dialogue yeah. a million times and we all know how to say I love you kind of thing. Yeah. So how, what's a better way of saying I love you nowadays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Howard Hawks and his writer used to sit in a room for all week and just uh, exchange dialogue Yeah. in terms of how can we say this different yeah. but that's w- that it's witty and you still, yeah. under- still understand it. Yeah. And then you get all that sparkling dialogue in yeah, the, yeah, in the yeah, films yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's always stuck with me and that's what I always try to do in my scripts not in a yeah. very kind of Quentin Tarantino way but it's like well if this dialogue is a bit plain now yeah or if it's too yes totally 
it's like, well, could I say this in a different way? Totally. Or, or does this dial or character have a certain quirk that totally. he, he says things in a certain way? I, to- I, so, I so agree with that. And remember, writing folk out there, your dialogue can be quoted by other members of the public, but your great descriptions cannot be. <laughs> yeah. So it's worth your investment to try and write something like Show Me the Money. When or, you already... or you're so money, or whatever it is, because... Um, People will remember it and use it forever. Well, yeah. If you if you overhear somebody at the bus stop saying that uh, Act Two midpoint reversal was amazing, then you're just a genius. Weird, isn't it? You're just a genius writer. No, that's weird because actually you'd say you'd failed. <laughs> yeah, probably. But if they quote your dialogue, you'd say you, you'd you'd uh, you'd succeeded. Exactly. So that's an interesting thing. Right. So just a little snapshot there of some new thoughts or some different thoughts on dialogue. We haven't covered the same old there. We've gone for some different new things. Well, it's a specific skill. Some people are really well known for it, or are brought in for it yeah but that's silly i think well you know if do they... you i mean is some i think that those people would say oh i'm a good all-round writer but that just i seem to be known now for dialogue mm. i don't know i think it's always if it makes you laugh because you know dramatic dialogue is just like well yeah whatever but if it makes you laugh or aaron sorkin with mm. his witty one two back and forth um that's the bar now that's the benchmark in terms of it used to be David Mamet. Now it's Aaron Sorkin. Right, you could be right. You could be right with that because if I think about the most moving things, they tend to be images. Exactly. So it's like if your dialogue is funny, they'll say your dialogue is good. If your dialogue yeah. is dramatic, they won't say anything about it. That's sitting in my head, Danny. Is Let a that statement, stew, and I'm going to let, let that it stew. stew and have a think about that. Well, it goes back to what I said about the subtext. It's like you don't sit back and go, "God, no, that was no. a really." But have good a subtext. think about that at home, folks, because mm-hmm. I want to disagree with Danny, but yeah. I can't think. Come of anything. on, this is so, discussion. Fight exactly me, discussion. But <laughs> I'm thinking there must be some great dramatic. Anyway, well, there is. A... Yeah, it's like yeah, but they they become corny, don't they? It's eventually, in terms of well, that big... just like a witty line becomes unfunny. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. If you, anyway, can, if you can think of a, a dramatic, right, right. Um, that's 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 something to think about. Give, give us an example before the Certainly. end of the show. No, there's no time before the end of the show because yeah, yeah. we're near the end of the show. Okay, we just want to run around some of the things that we've uh, seen, new, old, or whatever. Game-wise, I've been playing La Noire. Have you heard of La Noire? I have. That's really good. I recommend that to um, to any uh, gamers out there because it's available on all formats. So that's. Uh, Good to good to get hold of, and I think um, very rich. Nice to see something so rich, I guess, out there, and saying trying to do something a bit different. Um, Doctor Who, I'm loving at the at the minute more than I have done in the past. I don't know why. I think because it's got a little bit more heart to it. I'm not sure. Uh, what have you been seeing? Danny Light. Um, at the cinema, I saw Kill List, mm. which is a, a, a low-budget UK film that mm. I think should be... Well, it is a good talking point at the moment for people who've seen it because it is quite bold and distinctive mm. and um, um, there's a lot to it and so fair dues to them. Um, so go and see that because to talk about it is to ruin it. Right, um, one of those. One of those. Uh, on TV, I've been watching all the US shows like uh, Wilfred, the comedy with Elijah Wood, who thinks his next-door neighbour's dog is actually a six-foot man in a dog costume who has an Australian accent, so his dialogue Obviously. is quite funny. Um, so that's quite good. Nurse Jackie really liked that. Borges. Um, we both stuck with Torture Wood, did we? Yeah. Um, I saw it to the end, yeah. Mm. Up and down. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bits of it 
But I did like actually, Danny. Well, I, again, I, it has been. It's, I think it's not as negative as some critics have been talking about, or some fans as yeah, well. Exactly. Uh, because you know things do change and move on, and that's a good thing. Um, the thing with the thing with both Doctor Who and Torchwood is you do get a kind of a sense that they have to sort of they have to keep sort of like wiping the slate clean and you're almost a bit like, doesn't anyone remember that what happened like last year or something like mm. that? You know, it's almost like everything starts afresh. Um, so you've always got that little problem as writers, but uh, you know, that's the, that's the danger with any long running sort of series. Exactly. Isn't it? You've got so much baggage that you bring in all the time, but no, I did. I did. I did. I did quite like both of those to be. F- yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's coming up soon? It's all the award season, so all the good films are coming up, and I'm looking forward to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, very good. Okay, that's let's, it. Let's wrap it up. Let's let's wrap it up. We're trying to keep it under half uh, half an hour these days, folks. If well, just noticed. around then, yeah. So a good um, commute time. Yes, because we've had the feedback that that's about the right time for everyone. So I hope it's working out that we're a bit a little mm. bit shorter than perhaps we used to be. But um, that's 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 the feedback we've been getting. But you know, if you disagree, uh, just let us know. Contact us at ukscriptwriters at hotmail um, Tim and I are online quite a bit with our blogs and Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Easy, easy to find us. Um, and uh, as ever, a good way to keep in to keep up to date with the podcast. So don't forget subscribe via iTunes. It's the easiest way because it automatically updates. Yeah, the main website post thing is ukscriptwriters.podomatic.com. The show is generously um, sponsored by Industrial Scripts. Uh, our good friend Evan Leighton Davis. You know, the place to go for all your script uh, writing feedback, really, and training. It's the UK's leading service, and it's fantastic. Okay, guys and girls. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing and sharing, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time, and then see you at the festival. Oh, yeah, see you at the Screenwriters Festival. Bye now. Bye.